t-shirts I, I i don't know why but i love them uh all right let's say some good morning shall we uh first one here today was straight fire straight fire in the house good morning and happy friday ass right back at you my man cowboys girl says good morning ass family happy friday i'm going kayaking with a friend let's get this party started kayak god damn that's way too active for me shit kayaking this early I don't even like saying the word kayaking this early. Uh, Hangtown Jen, happy Friday ass. Look at that. Hangtown Jen, uh, maybe I, I could interest you in a Welsh breakfast. A mug of tea and a blowjob. Normally in bed. The wife gave me Welsh breakfast in bed this morning. Oh, cheerio. Pip, pip. Top of the morning to you. Uh, <laughs> oh, my lucky stars. Oh, the one and only bratty kid is in the house. <laughs> Uh, 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 
You know I don't speak Spanish. I still don't know what you're saying, but good morning to you. And I hope that you have a fabulous day today. Uh, saying yes to the new kids on the block music that was played this morning. Dominic says, happy Friday. Cowboys go. I haven't heard this song since I was a kid. It rised in Oklahoma. Good morning to you. Uh, it says, good morning and hello in KOTB. Looky there, sassy Pammy, the home-wrecking show-wrecker uh, communist who likes to kick me while I'm down. Uh, good morning to you as well. Hangtown Jen, uh, liking the music. The wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Uh, Brett, what's up? Brett, I got your review. Uh, Brett texted me a review of the new Adam Sandler Netflix movie, Hustle, which I saw and talked about yesterday. Glad you liked it, buddy. Uh, let's see. Thanks for the awesome start to Friday. We're leaving at 10 to go kayaking. It's going to be 104 in sack today. Yeah, I don't think, I think we're going to be like 98 and 100% humidity. Yeah. Uh, the only way to teabag your cup and wife at the same time. <laughs> Hello, and to think I already be at work. That would be a fairly awkward breakfast between co-workers. Uh, oh, yeah, Pammy also has the rest installer floors. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, we do have a big Ask Arnie question. We're going to start the next segment off with this Ask Arnie question. Uh, it is fascinating. It is it's deplorable. It, it, it's got everything in there. It's got all kinds of stuff. So we have to help a fellow ass family member this morning. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Oh, well, I, I, oh, I got to talk about this story about this baby from, found 40 years ago. Some bullshit there. And, of course, we have Celebrity Ass Deathmatch today. Coolest TV characters. Coolest TV characters. Got that all coming up. Now, speaking of TV, did anybody watch last night? I, I, I know this is going to resound in a thundering thud. A thundering thud. Boy, that's really good. Um, did anybody watch this this farce of a an inquiry last night that the Senate put on or the, the House or the, the committees for January 6th? Did anybody bother tuning in? I tuned in for about five minutes. And I have to say that, well, I was waiting for someone to yell cut at some point. I have never seen a more staged. I mean, even in the movies. You know, they, they, they do a little bit of, of, of acting to make it feel like you're in a courtroom. But it was just, uh, it was just such, the five minutes I saw was just absolute tripe about the heroes and how people are still thinking about this. And look, I've said it, it was a crime. And these people that invaded the Capitol on January 6th, I'm glad that they're, they're pursuing charges against them because they shouldn't have done that. Now, if we want to sit here and talk about, oh, the FBI let them in, this, this, that, great. Okay, we, we can get in that minutia. But let's just, let, let before we get knee-deep in the shit, let's just cover the surface area first and go, it was bad. It was wrong. Oh, okay, if that turns out, then we can come back and go, okay, this is all bullshit. But let's just get through it. Buenos dias, Ogre. 
Uh, I didn't watch because I knew it was going to be a, a giant circle jerk. And look, I tuned out. I, I tuned in for a couple minutes. Rangers game. Rangers didn't have a game last night, so I didn't have really shit to watch. Thursday night, no wrestling's on. Thursday night's a bad night for TV for me. Uh, if the government isn't fulfilling their duties, it's our respect to show them who's boss. Yeah. And, and and we have to do that the right way, though, through the polling places and things like that. I understand that people are unsatisfied with government. I understand that people thought, and, and look, I'm I'm a part of that, those people that, that, that thought this election was stolen. I, I truly do. I, I do believe it. But I have to go along with it, otherwise I'm going to go insane. And, and respectfully, uh, Kale, I, I do disagree with them breaking in. I, I disagree with that because that was no different to me. Like, what they were doing when they were out protesting and everything like that, fantastic. Great. That's what America's about. That's a peaceful protest. But then it turned into something else. Just like the first peaceful protest that turned into a riot then turned into riots all over this country. And I totally disagree with the riots. Peaceful protesting, I, I, I don't say anything about it. You want to do that? You want to waste your time? Peaceful protesting, and, and yes, it is a waste of time. Because nobody listens to you. They don't. Sorry, not sorry, but they don't. Uh, to a point, yes, but part of the reason the Second Amendment is for a tyrannical government, uh, it was a tour group. Look, look Kale, I understand. I, I get it. I get it. And I understand, like I said, I understand the frustration. And it is maddening. But... To break in and and for a woman to lose her life because she was so ramped up and a guy's pointing a gun at her, I I don't know what people thought was going to happen. He's pointing a gun at her, telling her, don't come in here, don't come in here, and she jumps in, she gets shot. That's the ultimate fuck around and find out. Uh, Ogre says, if you think January 6th was justified, you were fine with police station in Seattle being invaded and vandalized. I'm not. I am absolutely not. I see how the two are the exact same thing. I agree with that, Ogre. The problem is, the, the problem is so, so many fold, and you guys all see it because you pay attention. You guys are not just the. <laughs> told, you. told you I was going to cut it up. That's awesome. Uh, we've been seeing it happen i mean i mean the lies that are told to us we don't know what the fucking truth is half the time when you have news anchors from around this country all saying the exact thing word for word when it comes to certain stories that's a giant red flag for me When you have somebody on cable news report that it's a mostly peaceful protest and there is literally, literally a building on fire behind them, people running amok as well, that is not a peaceful protest. But it's rammed down our throats and we're told that this was what this is. And we uh, and and look, they're playing us perfectly. 
I've said this so many times, we're all to blame because we are all living our lives. We are all being Americans, and they are using that against us because we don't have all the time in the world to look and watch exactly what they're doing. If we did, there would be goddamn changes that happen. If if the American public, and, and look, I'm pissing in the wind here and I know it, but let me get this out. If the American public paid attention to politics and what was happening in policy, the way we paid attention to Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, the swamp would be getting drained. And I'm saying, that's the truth, but I'm a part of the problem as well. And you see, we've been doing that as a society for so long that the swamp has gotten to dig itself deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. So it's no longer really a swamp, it's more like a trench. And you can break it down layer by layer, but we give them all this time to keep digging deeper and deeper. That's just my opinion. And until we do, until we do start paying attention, what are we doing? Like I said, we're all pissing in the wind. Swoosh, good morning, my friend. Thank God it's Friday. Yes, sir. Um, all right. Uh, Let's start here, shall we? I think this is fantastic. Uh, Nancy Pelosi yesterday, old, old drunky, old Scotchy Pelosi. Do, do we have old Scotchy in here? No, we don't have Scotchy in here anymore. Just, just think of the. Uh, <laughs> wait a second. I, I think yeah, we do. There she is. There's Nancy. Okay, Nancy Pelosi's in the house who said that no Supreme Court justices are in danger after Democrats blocked a bill to give them more security. By the way, this happened a couple hours after an armed man was going to kill Brett Kavanaugh. Nancy Pelosi said, no Supreme Court justice are in danger over the weekend. I, I don't know how, I, I mean, really? Really? Oh, Nancy, you ignorant slut. Amen. I mean, I, I don't even need to read the rest of the story to show how fucking stupid and idiotic she is for this. And they blocked a bill to protect the Supreme Court justices? I tell you what, mm-hmm, this is what I see happening. Let's go ahead and assassinate some. Then we'll allow the Democrats to stack it to where it's like 12 Democrats, three Republicans. Okay? And then they'll pass all those laws. Doesn't sound like we don't need to protect Sotomayor, Kagan, or Jackson. Now, isn't that the interesting point? I brought this up yesterday. Can you imagine if someone showed up at the home of Ruth Bader Ginsburg when she was in the Supreme Court? Oh, heavens to Murgatroyd. 
that would be the end of the world. You could be executed if you go after a Supreme Court justice. Now, you might think, oh, well, yeah, this this whole, you know, this, this thing, um, this thing, it, th- there's a, where's the story at? Oh, here we go. Okay, this is such a hot-button issue, and I don't mean to use hot, you, you know, punnily there. Um, <laughs> I heard that Kavanaugh offered the guy a beer to defuse the situation. The man loves his beard. Um, a masked hooded woman was seen setting a fire to Wyoming's only abortion clinic. So this gal's inside the abortion clinic. She's going to set this place on fire. If they're willing to do this, this is both sides, people. Uh, And you can't protect our Supreme Court? We've got people burning down abortion clinics. We've got people showing up in Supreme Court justices' houses. Oh, there's nothing to see here. What in the blue hell is going on in our country? (laughs) I mean, shit. Oh, man. Sometimes, you know, you just got to shake your head and go, fucking Christ. (laughs) President Joe Biden. Oh, our buddy who's at it again. Corn Pop was a bad dude. During an off-the-record chat on Air Force One, Biden slammed reporters over negative coverage of him and the administration. Oh. (laughs) The president and his family have become frustrated with the press coverage of Biden and believe his work on the job market and economy recovery deserve more credit. What? Wait, 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 wait. His work on the job market and economic recovery deserve more help, more credit. We're in the middle of fucking the fast track to a recession. And as far as the job market goes... You didn't create all those jobs, Joe. You reopened them. When the pandemic shut down, everybody, everybody left work. Now that the pandemic's over, they can go back to work. You don't get that credit, though. Those people had those jobs before you. You asshole. And he wants credit for both those things. I can see why the media, and by the way, what media besides me and internet people and maybe Fox News are bashing him? 
Robert De Niro just came out two days ago and says he's sleeping at night better because Joe Biden's doing a good job. What is wrong with you, Bob? Brainwashed people, we used to teach critical thinking and analysis, but now information is used to control the masses. Very true. He created even more inflation with his free money for nothing. Yes. What about all the jobs you've cost Americans in the oil sector? Dick face. Uh, I'm mad people are mad at me. This is why I went on Jimmy Kimmel, and he and I uh, yucked it up. Uh, The report also noted that Biden's sister, Valerie Owens Biden, and First Lady Jill feel that the president was being managed with kid gloves. Well, yeah, because he he has the, (laughs) the brain power of a child. That's why they're treating him with kid gloves. They don't know if he's about to stroke out or not. He's a, he's crazy. I, I mean, honestly, you have to handle a man that says shit like this. This country is doomed. It is doomed, not just because of African-Americans. Or. So the best way to get something done, if you, if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to. Anyway the number one job facing the middle class, and it happens to be a three-letter word, jobs, J-O-B-S, jobs. Imagine had the tobacco industry been immune to being sued. Come on. Last week, President Harris and I stood in the United States Capitol. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. Stupid son of a bitch. I mean, you wonder why they're treating him with kid gloves. I I promise myself, uh, <laughs> I'm home today, no warning needed. I've taken that one out of the sound effect loop for a little while, Erised. That way, it, it, it's a little jarring. When you hear Joe Biden use the hard R ending twice. Um, It's hard for me to look at anybody who says that this man is doing a good job. Because he's not. This isn't partisan. This isn't Republican. This isn't my disdain for, for, for Joe Biden and his party and, and people like that. Look, look. How has he done a good job? Has he united this country? Not at all. He's, he, I, in my opinion, and look, look, the buck stops with the president, right? Has he united us? Has he, has he brought us together at all in the last two years? And you can't blame the, the, the previous administration. You gotta stop. You've been you're two years in now. The answer is no. He's he's driven us further apart. Okay. Um 
what's the cost of living like? Well, we're in the middle of a gigantic inflation height, so is that better than two years ago? No. You're paying twice as much for gas now as you did two years ago, but I know the president doesn't have anything to do with that. Um, no. What's he done? What? Well, I'd like to know, what has he done? Has he done anything? So you you say he's been held with kid gloves. Well, yeah, because he hasn't done anything. He hasn't shown us what kind of leader he is. Well, he has by doing nothing. That shows everything. And we all sit back and just take this shit. I know because we have shit to do. I, I get it. I get it. But this is why you vote. I really hope that we have a massive turnout in November to vote because we need to. Because the, the the side that is going to be, be replaced is throwing out everything now. I, I, I mean, they're going to throw out everything against everywhere. I mean, we're going to ban abortion. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. All this is being leaked by that side. Why? To keep them in power. We are nothing but a big-ass foosball table in this country. And they play us like they want to play us. And this is why you have to elect people that haven't been in the system for a million years. I'm sorry. I just, I, I had to rant. because I, I'm just tired of this shit. I mean, it, it, it's it, it's getting stupid. I mean, look, look, this is this should be proof. Jo- Two thirds of Joe Biden's White House staff, especially this is the press corps. Two thirds of his press corps have already resigned. That's not a joke. <laughs> He's lost sixty six percent. Of his press, and this is the White House press corps, not the press corps, not like when, you know, Peter Ducey and them. These are the people that work for him in the White House. I mean, seriously, two-thirds? Let's see, uh, let's see, White House Press Secretary Jen P. Sucky left in May. Successor Corrine Jean-Pierre has announced a series of staff departures. Uh, Well, she's not leaving yet, is she? Did we already chase her out? No, no, she's still there. Okay, she's making light of the situation. Douglas, happy Friday to you too, my friend. Hope you have a good weekend. Swoosh says he's the great unifier when people chant, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, let's go, Brandon. All right. Dumb fuck. Here you go. Here's here, here's some of the staff uh, that's leaving the White House. Get Comcast Business Security Edge on the no, largest, I don't fastest, do that. reliable. Thank you, though. Appreciate it. Uh-huh. Whatever. I, I can't skip the ad. Okay. I just visualized that meme of Ben Affleck outside smoking as everyone who works in that administration. On a sad note, 
Um, our dear friend and colleague, Michael Gwynn, will be leaving us for Treasury, where he will, be ser well, he will serve as Deputy Assistant Secretary for Public Affairs. Gwen has served as the White House Di Director of Rapid Response for the past 60 months, responding to the most challenging and difficult issues. By the way, why is shit like this being reported? Like, why is she addressing the press about who's leaving? They don't do this with McDonald's. McDonald's don't call up the Dallas fucking morning news and say, hey, uh, Enrique and Lupe, they just, uh, they're, they're leaving. They're going to Burger King and one's going to Brahms. Why are they doing that here? Who cares? You are, you, you're not ever going to be the president. Why are you announcing these people leaving? Boy, look at that! I just cut about a billion dollars out of our out of our fucking debt. The White House is losing Comcast. Damn budget cuts! <laughs> the White House is going back to dial up, <laughs> even though Joe still doesn't know what that is. Dial up? Yeah, we're gonna call somebody. Let's go Scranton. Well, whenever he's got a go-to move, he pulls out Scranton. Hey, what about Scranton? Scranton, PA, where I'm from. Boy, and that town fucking hates me. <laughs> I'm Joe Biden. I'm harder than a fucking <laughs> Superman's kneecap right now outside this kid's pool. Boy, I love smelling kids' hair. Up here and down there. Ha, 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 ha. You know, when I was a kid in Scranton, PA, <laughs> I used to go around smelling girls' bicycle seats. Uh, when I was a lawyer for about a week, uh, I remember when my assistant, we called them secretaries or broads back then, when my broad would leave and go get my dry cleaning, boy. <laughs> Oh, I would sniff her chair up and down. None of this leather stuff. This is why you have to get the, the upholstered stuff. I don't know why this is making me laugh, but it's making me laugh. Uh, ever think they just let him roam the White House, but make sure his SBCA chip is working so they can track him? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh I, I, I'll tell you this right now. Hey, Joe. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you know how loud he is. Joe's that loud uncle you have who dozes off as soon as he gets to your house. We, we've all had this family member who shows up, they sit down, and they are out. Well, that's Joe. Joe's sitting in the Oval Office, highlights magazine in front of him. Uh, hey, Joe. Joe I, I, I imagine that Barack's in there and... Uh, and whoever George Soros is in there, hey, uh, uh, Joe, Joe, we're gonna have a meeting now. You, you wanna, you, you wanna walk around? Uh, I, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I gotta go do some president stuff. Yeah. And he just wanders. He's got, he's got these like big puffy, like <laughs> house shoes on. Ah, ah, you got anything for me to sign? <laughs> Find somebody. And, you know, it's like when you get caught by that terrible uncle at, at whatever family function you're at. 
and they want to talk to you and specifically you for the next what fe- feels like next six years. Ah, ah, ah hey, 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 uh, hey, you, you, you guy there in the, uh, in the uh, press uh, thing. Uh, you know, I, I'm the president here. I, I'm, I'm Joe Biden. Joe Biden here. Joe Biden. You ever, uh, you ever grab a gal by the pussy? <laughs> That Trump guy wasn't all that bad. I'd like to smell my hand afterwards. Speaking of which, can I smell your hand? <laughs> Sorry. I'll stop. Joe finds a nice tapestry or curtain, hides behind it, and passes out for a while. Oh, God almighty. He is such a bad president. Now, but I will say this. This happened yesterday, and... What did you think was going to happen? Did you guys get to see? The story won't come up now, but I saw it. So there was some asshole who doesn't like Joe Biden. Okay, that's fair. He's president. And they were protesting him, and I guess his motorcade was going by. Well, the motherfucker broke past the barrier and ran towards the president's motorcade, and guess what? Secret Service said, hoochie cha cha and they took that motherfucker out. Okay, I don't know why it's a news story. Dummy played fuck around, and he won. Find out. <laughs> How great would that be? To be able to legally detain or shoot someone like that for just running in that direction? I'd have shot him. Personally, I would have shot him. If I was a Secret Service agent, I'm, I'm, I'm putting one right right in the back of his skull. Hey, he was rushing the president. I don't know if he's got a bomb on. I got to go home at night. Now, that would be some kick-ass video. Send that to old fucking, what's his name? John Hinckley. See if he plays any more concerts. Why would you do this? Why? I, I mean, why would you charge at someone who has security? I've never understood this. That person isn't, it, look, they, they punked out a long time ago when they got security. They ain't going to cross security. If I got 15 guys willing to protect me, I'm going to talk mad shit. I ain't going to do nothing. I got 15 guys to whoop your ass. And if you get by all 15 guys, I'm just going to shoot you. Isn't uh, tasing more entertaining, though? Watching them twitch and say they didn't do anything? (laughs) It is, but, man, you get that random. See, here's the problem I have with taser. I don't think the tasers are powerful enough, personally. I If I've seen it once, I've seen it a hundred times where they'll tase somebody and the taser does nothing to them. I mean, I'd like I'd like for the tasers to be set up like, like, like one notch below, and you can't move it up, but like one notch below electrocution. That's what I'd like. Not just like you you put your finger in a wall socket just real quick. No, no, no. 
I want one step below electrocution. You need Sheriff Grady Judd to head the Secret Service and we shot him a lot. That's the best line of this week's Grady Judd. This was so funny. She told our 911 operator he has been outside shooting and he shot in the house and he just came back into the house saying that he needed to reload because he was going to kill her and all of the deputies when they arrived. So once they hid her between, behind a very large oak tree, the deputies took up tactical positions. Michael came out of the house with his long gun, his rifle in hand. And when he did that, we shot him a lot. Did you hear And that me? was the end of the gunfight. God bless Grady Judd. Man, if we could have more sheriffs like him. You know what we need? We don't need more sheriffs like him. We need more district attorneys like him. I wish he was the district attorney of Polk County. That's what we need. We don't need these whiny pussy DAs in office that get recalled in San Francisco because they allow crime to run rampant. Can you imagine? Grady Judd could clean up San Francisco in a weekend. You imagine that Grady Judd rolling through the Castro district in like a fucking tank? That would be the start of taking back America right there. Grady Judd is the truth, LMA. He is, though. I wish he had a TV talk show. He knows dramatic pauses. He is a showman. I tell you what, Grady Judd, Grady Judd, I... If they do not have him on the opening night of when when Live PD comes back, or, or it's not called that, it's called uh, Live or On Patrol Live, coming to the Reels Network, baby. Dan Abrams. I don't know when yet, but I do know it's coming back this summer on the Reels Network. Not a full-size Sparky, but a portable version called Little Sparky. Almost guy shits in the street. Grady Judd rubs his nose in it. Hell no. Grady Judd just shoots him. You shit in the sheet? You shit in the street? We shoot you. Maybe in the leg. I don't know. But we're going to get your ass off the street. Don't run at the fucking presidential motorcade, you idiot. Oh, where do I go here? Oh, here we uh You want to talk about... There are dumb people in this world, and then there are dumb people in this world. So you know how we were talking about January 6th and all that kind of stuff, right? And everybody that was there that went in is getting arrested and all this kind of stuff. Republican governor, okay, gubernatorial candidate, guy running for governor of Michigan, Ryan Kelly, was arrested on misdemeanor counts, uh, charges stemming from January 6th Capitol breach. 
He was arrested in Allendale to make his initial appearance Thursday in U.S. District Court because of this pending case, the U.S. Attorney's Office. Look, man, I don't know what he did. Uh, with knowingly entering. Okay, so he went into the, the Capitol building. Dude, you can't go into the Capitol building and then run for fucking governor. They're going to find that shit out. I, I, I mean, that, that, we have to admit, that's pretty dumb. I, I mean, I understand they're all misdemeanor offenses, but you are lumping this guy in with everybody on, on, on January the 6th, and he's running for governor? Boy, did his office not vet that day? Hey, hey, boss, where were you January 6th? Uh, you know, I was, uh, I, I was at my mother's house. Yeah, yeah, that's the ticket. I was at my mother's house. Well, they're saying that you were at the Capitol. What? No, 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 no. You're going to run for governor after you, after you did that? Hey, respect you got balls, but you're dumb. Ken Dog, we all know what this is. Since when did the FBI arrest for a misdemeanor? And you saw what the rest of the story was all about. Bingo. Now, as I say, it is stupid that he was there on January the 6th, and they're charging him with misdemeanors. Why is this being broadcast everywhere? Why is the FBI, just like Ken Dog said, arresting someone on a misdemeanor? Could this be partisan policing? I mean, it, look, it, it makes no sense. Look, first of all, the guy is stupid for running for governor after that happened and, and knowing he's probably going to get caught because a bunch of people have been caught for this. Um, of course this came out because he's running for governor. This should be politics 101. They are going to use everything they can against you. Even shit you thought was okay, they will use against you. If January 6th was that bad, then why not a felony? I, I don't know. Hey, there are a lot of people that did get charged with felonies. Uh, let's see. He used his phone to film the crowd assaulting and pushing past Capitol Police officers, rushing up through the scaffolding and up the stairs to the Capitol. The man to believe Kelly is seen on top of the scaffolding, waving for the crowd to head towards the building. Eventually, he reached the U.S. Capitol's northwest courtyard, but it's unclear from the affidavit if he entered the interior of the building. He wore similar attire to a number 2020 rally at the state cat where he delivered the speech. Uh, look, we know why he was arrested. I mean, it, we know. We, we know why he was arrested. He's being made an example of not to cross Christine Whitless or whatever that bitch's name is up there. 
And she's using what Democrats have now used for, it seems like, the past six years, their own personal private security form known as the FBI. Tell me I'm lying. Uh, I I think she'll get reelected probably since she's got the FBI on her side. What an idiot, though. Oh, oh, by the way, from yesterday. Oh, remember I said I was going to add to the wall of stupid people. The the people like, let's just do a couple here. Uh, That's why I asked the question. It's hard to believe that somebody chasing you uh, is going to beat you uh, to death. Uh, Why else was he chasing him, Chris? Probably to, to get him and beat him up, hurt him. We tried to reach out to the man who died in this pursuit. Uh, They were unavailable for comment. Micah, back to you. Here is our newest entry. Joy Behar from The View just two days ago. Once black people get guns in this country, the gun laws will change. Trust me. Gretchen Hitler. That's her. Oh, Oh, I mean Whitmer. That's it. That's it. Whitmer. I'm sorry. The FBI went to hell once Mulder and Scully left. <laughs> Isn't this all just amusing? And for this, this is our country, and other countries are watching it. I'm just reporting on this shit. But yes, gun laws will change once black people get guns because black people don't own guns legally. No, the only black people that have guns are thugs and hoods that live in Chicago, and they sell drugs, and they get white kids hooked on drugs, and then the white kids buy guns from them and shoot up schools. (laughs) Uh, Let's see... Anything else? What What's going on in the actual world right now? She forced COVID patients into senior homes. Fucking murder, bitch. Yeah, she is a murderer. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Biden touts economic success on chemical, chemical. Americans respond by what? Saying bullshit? What economic fuck? I mean, what's he done? Once again, we go back to this. What I talked about. What's he done? Now, this is a bit much. Uh, After alleged plot to kill Kavanaugh, Republicans targeted in 2017 shooting, fearing more assassination attempts. It's that guy from Louisiana. By the way, America's lifeguard shortage uh, will be a total disaster come August. I think you pronounced Joy Racist Behar. I'm sorry, Joy Racist Behar. That's it. Why isn't she being called racist? And, and, and you know, the funniest part of it is, is because she was talking to a black woman who admitted to owning a gun, an AAR-15, and telling a story about a black man who made his own AR-15. Well, once black people get guns, they'll change the laws. 
Now, is that because we're just racist, or is that because they're going to break the laws? They don't call her on her racism because her racism is acceptable. Her racism is to show how blacks are being mistreated. See, this country has this weird double standard when it comes to racism. There are people that we let be racist and say racist things and do racist things. And we pretend like nothing happens. And then there's the rest of the country. Now, I don't know if these people are a part of the Illuminati or what, but nothing, and, and I know I sound like a broken record here. The, the, the premier, the, 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 the guy who charged, what's his name, Premier Pierre up in, up in Canada, has been photographed at least three, if not five times in blackface. Jimmy Kimmel did a blackface rendition of Carl Malone that was not very good. Jimmy Fallon did a blackface impersonation of Chris Rock. And let's not forget Howard Stern and his blackface and his rant using the N-word. But nothing happens to those people. Joy Behar must be in that group. Uh, the other parrot saying she's right. That's when it happened. The Black Panthers, idiot. Carl Malone is a conservative. It's okay. Joy was in blackface. That's right. There's a video of her in blackface. But nothing happens to him. Well, they're, they're, not, they're, they're not conservatives. They can do that. No, they can't. Can they use the hard R ending? Do you remember when Bill Maher, Bill Maher, who is now a pariah, I would imagine, on the left, um, but back when he was one of their poster children, had Ice Cube on his show, Real Time with Bill Maher. And Bill Maher used the N-word in front of him. And Ice Cube was about to beat his ass. Remember that? So I guess that's too far. Blackface, okay. Hard R. And and I do believe that Bill Maher ended with an A-H ending. Why are the only people doing blackface are Democrats? Because they're the ones that started it. Blackface is so bad. It, it, it's not because they're making fun of black people. This goes back hundred years, uh, about 110 years, 120 years now. When plays were put on, if they needed a black character, blacks could not per- participate in the plays because of our racist society. Look, I, I, I can say it was a racist society back then, but that's the way society went. Once again, in 100 years, when you're called a slave owner for owning pets, how much are you going to care? Yeah, I, I, I'm not either. I'm going to be dead. 
but that's what they're going to do because they like to change the narrative and then hold that against those people. This was the only life these people knew. So if they had a play or something and it called for a black actor, a white actor would play that actor and put blackface on. Now, there were some theaters that would allow black actors to act in menial parts in plays and productions, and those black actors still had to put the blackface on. By the way, that was all like Jim Crow stuff, too, which was, by the way, set up by the Democratic Party, but that's a whole other thing. Yeah, Whoopi Husband, uh, yes, that's right, Ted Danson, who I love. I love Ted Danson. Sam Malone from Cheers. He wore blackface. Nothing ever happened to him. He was married to Whoopi Goldberg, so it was okay. I mean, is that the ultimate, oh, I have a black friend? Oh, I'm married to a black woman. I mean, seriously. <laughs> it's so mind-numbing how dumb we all are. Um, speaking of dumb and mind-numbing, it's happened. Congratulations to the USA on this one here. Hold on. Let me let me get the, the correct sound effects here. Woo! Yeah. That's right. The national average for gasoline has hit $5 a gallon. Holy shit! All 50 states gas, uh, the average price of a gallon stood above $4.40. Californians are paying an average of $6.40 a gallon. That's the average. I know that y'all are paying more. I already know. When will it be enough to say I don't need to drive? Is that going to be $7 a gallon nationally? How high is this going to get? Are we going to get to $10 a gallon nationally? You ain't going to be able to drive. But, hey, it seems that the government wants us to be inside anyway all the time, so win-win for them. And, you know, if we had all these electric cars, man, oh, man, this wouldn't be a big deal. Not that the government or anybody's trying to push these cars. Did I say that? Yes, yes, I did. All right. <laughs> so fucking dumb. So maddening. Um, today is Friday, which means, oh, that's right. Celebrity. Celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. Today, we are doing the coolest TV characters. Last week, we did the coolest movie characters. I put Christopher on this, and he had it wrapped up by the weekend. I've had to change a few. I don't know if Christopher's here yet this morning. Uh, hopefully, there he is. I see him logged in. We will see how this goes. Hopefully, I didn't mess it up by changing too many. But here we go, ass family.
<clears throat> in our first matchup of cool TV characters, we have the leader of the family from one of the greatest TV shows of all time, The Sopranos. We have Tony Soprano taking on a man who made staccato like talking the nouveau thing to do in Hollywood, Mr. Spock. I'm talking about Captain James Tiberius Kirk on Star Trek. Tony Soprano versus Captain Kirk. Ask family who you got. Next one up, boy, oh boy, this one's a tough one here. I I I I, I, I don't know. I, I don't like this one. This one kind of scares me. Um, but here we go. In the matchup ass family of coolest TV characters, we have the ultimate dude. He owned a fucking cigarette boat, and he had a houseboat that an alligator lived on. Oh, and he fought crime. We're talking about the one and only Sonny Crockett from Miami Vice taking on, get down, Jack Bauer from 24, get down, because that's all he ever yelled. So we got Sonny Crockett versus Jack Bauer, ass family, who you got? Crockett, come on, Sonny Crockett, somebody say Crockett. 
Uh, I'm not a millennial gorilla. Crockett, oh my God, don't! Woo! Sonny Crockett made it! Sonny Crockett made it! Man, all y'all got to do is watch one episode uh, of Miami Vice with Sonny Crockett and them pastel pants on, no socks, five five o'clock shadow on. That motherfucker was a bad son bitch right there. All right, Sonny Crockett moves on. Whew. Man, now this, the, these are ones that I, I, I've done myself. I had to clean up some, but I, and I hope you don't mind. But I have mentioned this man before, one of the coolest guys. In all television history, he played professional baseball, and he owned a bar, a really, really cool bar, and he used to slay a lot of ass. I'm talking about Sam Mayday Malone from Cheers taking on a guy who not only slayed a lot of poontang, but he outran Roscoe P. Coltrane on the regular. I'm talking about... The one and only Bo Duke, because the the other guy, the Tom Wopat, was not as cool as Bo. Sam Malone versus Bo Duke, ass family. Who you got? Woo! Shots fired, Brett. Fuck, cheers. Cheers, arguably the greatest comedy in television history. Woo! There we go. Sam Mayday Malone is your winner. There you go, man, oh, man. So, uh, last matchup here. And I have to admit that both of these guys are pretty fucking cool. Now, one guy, I never watched the show, but I've seen highlights, and he was a cool motherfucker, and he was on that show Mad Men. I'm talking about Don Drapier. Man, oh, man, that guy oozed coolness. But so did this guy. Because they built him back better, stronger, and faster than before. I'm talking about Colonel Steve Austin, also known as the $6 million man. Don Draper, $6 million man. Ask family, who you got?
have ourselves a winner, ass family. Oh. He was a great man, a great American and patriot. Colonel Steve Austin, the $6 million man. With inflation, it's $7 million. All right. Now we have to see who gets on the Mount Rushmore. I know I'm fucking excited, too. Here we go in our first matchup, ass family. I have a feeling this one's going to hurt me. This one's going to sting. When it comes to coolest TV characters, will it be Captain James T. Kirk or will it be Detective Sonny Crockett? Kirk from Star Trek, Crockett from Miami Vice, ass family, who you got? Manamana. Manamana. Man, oh man, I tell you what, Sonny Crockett gave it a hell of a run, but Captain Kirk, just too fucking cool for the room. Captain Kirk is on the Mount Rushmore. Next one up. Here we go. Will it be a former Major League Baseball player who owns a bar, Sam Malone? Or will it be former astronaut Colonel Steve Austin who turned into the $6 million man to fight crime and save America? Who's cooler, Sam Malone, Steve Austin, ass family? Who you got? ourselves a winner ass family look at this a couple of ranked gentlemen we have captain kirk on one end and colonel steve austin on the other on the mount rushmore of coolest tv characters man sassy pammy rooted for gary's old town tavern that is fucking classic right there oh all right round two will be coming up after the next break seven seven five Three, five, seven fans, we have got a big old Ask Arnie question to kick things off next. 
I, I just have to hear this. I've seen the commercial too many times, and I'm going to play it. Oh, my love, my darling, I've hungered for your touch, a long, lonely time. Time goes by so slowly, and time can do so much for you still
sofa eating chocolate pie. Mama was in the kitchen cutting chicken up to fry. Daddy was in the backyard rolling up a garden hose. I was on the porch with Sean and feeling up down to my toes and we were swinging. Swinging. Yes, we were swinging. Swinging. Little Sean and Steve Austin are on the Mount Rushmore as we speak. Both space guys, too. Wow, look at that. All right, we'll get back to that here uh, in just a little bit. I I played the Elvis song this morning. Uh, We have a big letter we got to get to, but I got to tell this story about this this series I watched last night, watching videos. I got got drug into this, like, 15-part video series, and it's about Elvis. Now, as you know, I'm a huge Elvis fan. I'm a huge That Era fan, especially the Sun Records company, Jerry Lee Lewis being my absolute favorite. Uh, Elvis is very, very close second, though. Um, And I watched this series, and I I, I know a lot about Elvis. I don't know everything on him, obviously. Uh, But I I know a lot about Elvis. I'm I'm a fan. But what was uncovered last night when I watched this video is the truth. And you're going to see a lot of stuff coming out in the next few weeks with this new movie coming out about how mistreated Elvis was. 
And I, I literally, I, I, I could not believe what I was seeing last night. Because nobody was strong enough to stand up to Elvis because he was Elvis. I mean, I thought about this last week. You know, we were talking about the whole Elvis marriages in, 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 in Vegas, and they're telling him to stop. Um, yeah, the, the marriages in Vegas. And I, and I thought to myself, there is not... A bi- there's not a celebrity out there that you want to get married by more than now. Elvis is that big. I mean, I mean, there's Elvis, and then there's the rest. You might not like his music, and I can understand that. You could hate his movies, but the man was adored, and he never toured the world. Can you imagine how much bigger he would have been if he got into those other markets? But that's a story for later. Elvis, when he died, had about a week and a half's worth of backed-up poop in him. And I don't mean to be graphic or gross or anything, but it's true. Because he was on so many medications. When they would leave Vegas, when they would fly back and forth, they had three large suitcases full of prescription medicine. That's all the suitcases were, were prescription medicine. Elvis was in so much pain that he needed all these pain meds to to keep working and to get up for a show, and then he'd have to take them to get down for a show, and he couldn't sleep. He usually slept between the hours of, like, uh, what what did I see, Uh, like 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. Oh yeah, he he'd get his he'd get his day in asleep and then he'd be out. And people allowed him to do this. And and one thing I saw, and it's so gross to watch this, because you just see this man who's so iconic just do this to himself. He would you remember the old peanut butter and nanner sandwich that everybody talks about? Well, that wasn't even his favorite. He would hollow out an entire loaf of bread. I'm not kidding. An entire loaf of bread. Um, and fill it with an entire jar of Skippy peanut butter. And an entire jar of jelly. By the way, the king used grape. Fuck off the rest of the world. If it's good enough for the king, it's good enough for me. Now, I didn't tell that story just to do this. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! Yeah. A big bag of shit! Yeah, all you strawberry people. (laughs) I'm the greatest man in the world! Because the king used grape. It was about, he was eating, literally, they counted up, he was eating about 24,000 calories a day. He would eat three of those a day. And nobody stood up to him. Man, it's just sad to see how that happened to him. Man, oh, man. Uh, He probably shit like Randy Marsh. (laughs) He also had an extra two feet in his large intestine, yeah. Oh, it's I can't wait for the movie, but that's why I played the Unchained Melody because I watched that video last night, and it was just, oh, my God, it was so sad. Uh, All right, now we have this letter that came in, and I promised I would do it. And it is, I was told that 
I can use the name. So this is from um, our, our family member, uh, Hot Stephanie. Now, before I read it, you know, it is an ask, uh, Arnie, and, and yes, we have to, we have to sing uh, to do this. Uh, oh, yeah, I need that for that. By the way, uh, All Mail is brought to you by JS Floors, the best flooring store in the West. The rest, well, let Sammy, let, let Sassy Pammy tell you about the rest because, obviously, they hate John Wayne, too. You know who likes him? My friend Jesse. Give him a call at 775-267-4123. Here we go. Band's ready? Okay. <coughs> Yesterday, we'll talk more about that coming up. Kind of, sort of. I, I her getting married. Okay, back to the letter. Uh, it says, uh, "Hey, friend, I wanted to run this by you and the ass family just to get some outside and unbiased opinion. Brief history before I jump in: My parents divorced when I was very young. The only memories I that remain." From that time was a lot of arguing, yelling, and police intervention. As a child, I formed my own opinion about the divorce and decided that my dad was the victim. My parents shared custody throughout my life. I'd visit dad every other weekend and one day a week. Split holidays and birthdays, you know, the average child divorce parent schedules. My dad's house was always better growing up. I had a lot more freedom and less restrictions. We did a lot of fun things together, and because of this, happy memories remain about my father. Unfortunately, this is where things turn. About 10 years ago, my dad started caring for my grandmother who had dementia and Alzheimer's. Now, I don't know what happened to have this level of emotional or mental effect, but he has forever changed human. He hasn't held a job in over 15 years and absolutely cannot function in society. He had to sell the house my grandmother left to him because he couldn't figure out how to be a normal, productive human and get a job to pay the bills. He now lives in a trailer in an unknown location because, quote, he doesn't like people knowing where he lives. 
Mind you, I'm his only family. Hold on a second. Uh, what did I get? Um, in this area, and I'm fairly certain he does not have any friends. Anyway, to the meat of it, he's always had a temper growing up, but the level of anger has continued to progress throughout the years. It's maintained to be fairly rare with a little bit of you never appreciate anything I do to your mother really screwed you up. He immediately apologizes the following day, and I go back and forth about it. Shit changed yesterday. Since having to sell his home, he's been storing two of his cars at my house. He recently decided he's selling one of them. And arranging for someone to come look at the vehicle, I asked that he please meet them at a mutual location as I live alone and don't want strangers knowing where I live. He called me a paranoid Pete and told me I should buy a gun. Pretty standard reaction for good old pops. I let it slide. Yesterday arrives, and of course, he does not respect the boundaries I set forth and had this strange person from Craigslist meet at my home. I pretended not to be home and later asked him why this happened. He said it did not. I called him out on his lie, stating that I have cameras and all hell has since broken loose. Now, she sent me some screenshots with this. And uh, let, let me finish the letter before I tell you about the screenshots. My question is, this is absolutely a form of abuse, right? I want to assure I'm not being hypersensitive as I'm considering some major changes due to this. I want to legally change my name, remove his name from my last name completely. I want to serve a restraining order and a no-contact order. I want to inform him that all his parental rights will be terminated. I just want to make sure I'm doing this with a clear mind. My mom has since informed me that while going through their divorce, he physically threatened her a couple times, and she had to file a restraining order, which he then broke. As you can tell from the text, he's completely unhinged, babbling, unpredictable person, I just wish it didn't take me this long to figure it out. Now, she sent me some of the screenshots, and I have to say that uh, I've talked this way to people. I mean, that, that, that part doesn't surprise I could never talk to a child this way, or especially my own child this way. He says some really, really horrible things, and, uh, and by the way, the things he says, there's no coming back from. Now, I'm sure that he'll probably text in the next few days and apologize, but uh, let me finish her letter. Uh, thanks for reading this long email, and any input, thoughts, legal advice is beyond welcome. Uh, that's from Hot Stephanie. Uh, get a gun, a restraining order is just a piece of paper. <laughs> um, man, this letter story is wild. Yeah, look. You know what to do. You you have to get this restraining order. You got to get his cars. First of all, you got to get his shit off your property. That should be your first thing. Get his shit away from your house. Because then he'll have absolutely, positively no legal recourse to come to your house. Get rid of all his shit. Get the look, look, get the restraining order if you want, get a gun. I, I look, this man doesn't people like this, and this is bigger than Stephanie, because we've all had these kind of people in our lives. These are people that want to be in your life to cause chaos because that's what they're about. Because their life is so chaotic and wrecked, 
everybody who is around them or who they think is around them or who they think is close to them, they want to wreck and cause mayhem on their lives as well. Because misery does love company. And that's all, absolutely, positively, all these people have to offer is chaos. Nothing else. Now, at one time it sounded like your dad was taking care of things, doing things for your grandmother. She got Alzheimer's and she died, and then he lost it after she died. I get that, man. I, I tell you what, there shouldn't be anybody on this world that is in more dire needs of fucking mental health. If I didn't have my shit together when my dad died. Now, there was, I, I could have, I look, there are so many easy traps for me to fall back into. And a lot of people do. And that's their lot in life, and then they turn into this person that just wants to cause mayhem and create chaos for your life. Or there's people that realize that you have to, and this is such, I I, I want this shirt so bad, I got to get it soon. It's a phrase that was taught to me a long time ago, and I know a lot of people know this phrase now, but I learned it from my buddy who was a Navy SEAL because I asked him how hard everything was when we first started hanging out. And he said, Three words, and I I immediately understood exactly what it meant. You have to embrace the suck. As soon as you figure out what that means to you when it comes to life and things like that, you have to embrace the suck. You you'll I I I think. Because it's worked for me. You embrace the bad parts of, uh, of the world. You embrace it. You, you realize that that's not going to set you off. Um, but yes, embrace the suck. Brady Kid says, someone who has shit parents, which I can attest to, walk away and don't look back. It hurts as a female. There's nothing more than I want than a relationship with my dad, but I never had one and never will. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't respect her boundaries now. He's not going to restrict his restraining order or her desire to remove him from her life. Yeah. <laughs> and sadly, guys, that is not a blowjob reference. No, it's not. But, uh, I mean, like... I look at it this way. The world is going to throw you a lot of curveballs and a lot of fucking, they're going to serve you up a lot of shit sandwiches. Why uh, Why are you adding to it? Because when you add people like that back to your life or let those people in your life, all they're doing is the same thing that the world is, and now it hurts even more because somebody that we know and we trust and we let in. That has nothing but good old hearty, meaty shit sandwiches for us to eat. Now, I don't know about you, but I've had plenty of shit sandwiches in my life, and I'm tired of them. 
So if you become a, a shit sandwich slinger, uh, you are not wanted in my life. Douglas says, this is so sad. I'm so grateful for the relationship with my parents. Uh, every once in a while, I get kind of, uh, I don't know, I, I feel bad. I feel uh, I feel guilty for having such a great relationship with my dad. Every once in a while, I feel very, because it, I've never, I never ever took it for granted. But man, oh man, to not know what that, I, I can't imagine a world without, you know, I've had to imagine the world and live in a world without my dad. But I couldn't imagine a world without my relationship with him. I felt violated when Arnie did my mom, but I learned to get over it. We're better friends now because of it. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff right there. Um, but yeah, so, uh, yeah, get all that stuff done. Get his shit moved off your property. And then honestly, you know what you do? You treat him like they're dead. You treat him like you're dead. And that's it. It's tough. Hey, it's very, very tough, but you got to treat him like they're dead now. All right, so we got that. We, we, we helped somebody out. Okay, great, 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 great. Now, this story broke yesterday, and we need to talk about it. Okay? No, no, no. This is deep dive shit here. I need all hands on deck for this story. All right. The story is about baby Holly Marie. Now, her mama and her daddy, her daddy Harold, Harold Dean and mama Tina Gale, were found dead in 1981, okay? Mama and Daddy got killed in the woods down in Houston. Their bodies were finally identified last year, prompting a search for Holly. Officials revealed Thursday that baby Holly was dropped off at a church in Arizona by two women who claimed to be members of a religious cult. The family that raised Holly are not suspects in the death of her parents. Why the fuck not? She now lives in Oklahoma with her five kids. Now, 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 come on. Calm the fuck on. Really? Really? So, so we got these, these... These people went missing way back in the day, and their baby daughter went missing too, and nobody went looking for them. And then, poof, out of nowhere, some gal comes in. I'm telling you right now, every alarm, every sensor, every gaydar, radar I have is going off on this story. I'm just telling you right now, I ain't buying poppy or cock of this shit. Cops say she was left at an Arizona church by two nomadic religious cult members wearing white robes. Really, and 40 years ago, that was 40 years ago in Arizona, that was the 80s. And if somebody showed up at your house in a white robe and dropped a child off, that's going to make the news. (laughs) 
something ain't right. Now, if you want my guess, this is my just gut guess real quick here. I've had a little time to stew on this. You see this gal right here, this now Holly Marie Klaus, who's now 42. I am betting dollars to donuts. That ain't her real name. No siree, Bob. Uh-uh. Her real name is, I, I, I don't know what her real name is, but somebody has run into some uh, legal issue with, I, I don't know, the IRS or somebody, and now they're running. They're running from the devil. Did a little research, found out about this family, no remains. All of a sudden, the remains are found and identified, and poof, here I am. I can't believe my mama and daddy were murdered. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, I figured this one out. Uh, th- th- this, w- this was a no-brainer. Come on. This one's so easy. Holy shit! Look <laughs> at them donuts! Uh, seriously. Seriously, I, sh- I should get a job with probably either Mossad or-, or at least the CIA for figuring this. I cracked this shit right here. I'm telling you right now, this is not real. Mm-mm. People in the 80s, they had consciences, consciousness, consciousness. It's a hard word to say it, plural. And somebody going to drop a baby off at your house and you're just going to keep it. Really? Somebody going to come to your house. And for all of you that have dogs, you're about to really fucking hate me. Where'd it go? Oh, there it is. Somebody going to come to your house, and then all of a sudden, uh huh. Just o- open the door. Just open it. For the love of Pete, you, you don't have to knock again. Push. Push. There you go. And say, hey, don't mind these crazy, wacky white robes we're wearing. Here's a baby for you. Toodles. Wait, wait, wait. You're not going to say, wait a second. Uh, where did this baby come from? Are you the baby's parents? You're just going to go, okay. Did they have a spell on them? My dog just barked, thanks. Sorry. I'm thinking someone traded their baby for some smack. Now, see, there you go. See, this doesn't, this this is malarkey. I'm telling you, this is malarkey. And you know my radar's good. You remember that gal that went missing a few years ago? Remember her who was in the mountains who who survived on on that nat, the spring water and the dirt? Remember that? And I said, that's bullshit. I said, something ain't right here. And lo and behold, we were correct, Amundo. I'm just telling you. I am telling you. 
I am. I, I, I'll tell you this right now. When it comes out, when it comes out that I get to play this. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! A big bag of shit! <laughs> I'm the greatest man in the world! I will run up and down my street in my underwear. That is how confident I am in this. When it comes out, it, it, and we will just play that sound effect underneath me running. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! Woo. Big bag of shit! <laughs> I'm the greatest man in the world! Because this ain't, this ain't the story. These nomadic wanderers just don't show up and go, here's a baby. And then the couple goes, oh, okay, thank you. Now I want to see if it says in here, uh, to return the cards belong to Harold's mother, blah, blah, blah. Uh, let's see. Uh, the bodies were found by dogs in January, blah, blah, blah. No arrest for me. Pardon me. I... Finding Holly is a birthday present from heaven. Since we found her on Junior's birthday, I pray. Well, your son's name was Junior. Good God. Boy, the I tell you what, the people who, who put out the missing and exploited children age regression photo, way off. Well... Not too well, not too bad. Now it's all because she's wearing glasses, but. Oh, no, that's her mother right there. That's a picture of her mother. This is a picture of her. Yeah, she doesn't look anything like it. She looks like she ain't got no damn teeth. Uh, let's see. They will soon tie it to the Manson family somehow so she can pay for those five kids. <laughs> Thanks, Bert. Thanks, Ernie. There is no way. Just telling you right now, no way this is real. Mm-mm. Not buying it. Not buying it. Mm-mm. And when I'm right, oh, I, I'm going to crow like there is no tomorrow. Oh, I promise you that. Uh, we'll move on, though, from when I'm correct as hell on this. It's Oklahoma. Of course she doesn't have teeth. Very, very true. I mean, you know, you, you know what? I didn't do her any justice there, and I apologize. You're doing fine, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah! There it was. Uh, <laughs> A Russian radio station got hacked, and the Ukrainian anthem was played instead of its news broadcast. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. In a statement posted, Russian media group RBK said the website, Commerçant FM Radio, aired the anthem as well as a song by Russian rock group Nogusvel called We Don't Need War. They will all be killed. I added that last part in. Russian radio, Kamarsant FM, where the hits keep on playing. 
How great would that be? The wacky Russian morning show. Good morning, comrades. It's Nikolai in the morning. I wake you up or I kill you. Today on the program, we are going to talk about how sexy Vladimir Putin really is. And if homosexuality was legal, would you be the pitcher or catcher for Vladimir Putin? <laughs> be color 18, get bag of potatoes, bottle of vodka, jackpot. The morning show that drops the bombs. <laughs> Hello, is your refrigerator running? You should shoot it. Ha ha, ha ha. Here's Yakov Smirnov. 7-12, 12 minutes after the hour. <laughs> Dropping bombs and taking names. Russian radio. K-S-S-R. <laughs> Russian AM in Siberian Thursday. <laughs> Sweet Russian radio. Mother Russia radio. Oh, that's just funny. They play an air raid siren. No, just kidding. Ha ha. Ho ha ha. Uh, we have the latest in prize vault. It's VCR, and second prize is being Sony Walkman. Yeah. And we have dynamite copies of new hit American show, Dallas. Bang, bang, Texas. Fucking A. Man, oh, man, that would be awesome. That's a TV show right there. That's a hit TV show. Mother Russia Radio, KSSR. We don't slow down because we're always rushing. I don't even think they'd get that one. No, we say speed up. Nikolai in the morning, what is up, dogs? Woof, woof. We were going to play an American song this morning, but then uh, Sergey lost his hand because he pulled the record, so we can no longer play that song. If your mail caller congratulates your prize, free trip to Ukraine. The radio show gets canceled when they hold a vodka drinking game for a Game Boy. <laughs> Wacky stunt boy Igor is sitting in tub of vodka down the corner from the Kremlin in Nyet Avenues. He's being handing out coupons for Fuck You Yankee McHamburgers, formerly McDonald's. As God is my witness, I thought penguins could fly. Oh, that is so funny. Who put the dogs in? 
Oh, man. <laughs> Today is an ode to Vladimir Putin. We will all walk around shirtless today as wacky Gradio stunt. Oh, <laughs> fucking Russian radio. Jesus. Uh, all right, let's see. Where are we going from that? Oh, now, now we've all had fun, right? We, we, we've all had our bit of fun. And I still like him, and I, I want him on the show as much as possible. Uh, but but our, our dear pastor, Pastor Greg Locke. It's hard to sit up in Hooters with a Bible in your hand. Now McDonald's talking about witches. Give them out tarot cards and Happy Meals. That is full-blown witchcraft! It's witchcraft! Take this microphone and bust you in the mouth with it in the name of God. I said it. I said I said it! CNN can eat my dirty socks! And your little dog, too. And lo and behold, that wasn't a coinky dink That was the providence of God. You know why they let that nonsense go on for weeks? Because they wanted to distract the sheep. <laughs> Our pastor kicked Democrats out of church. <laughs> and then today's new sound effect, just the... <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Locke, um, I'm just going to have to say, uh, you're going to have to step your game up a little bit. And I, I mean this in jest because I don't want you to be this guy. A church that has been labeled by the Southern Poverty Law Center, a very liberal, loosey-groosey group, uh, has labeled this church an anti-LGBT hate group. Um. It's the Steadfast Baptist Church in Watauga, which is right outside of Fort Worth. He did a sermon on Sunday morning called, Why We Won't Shut Up, Jalapeno. He started off his sermon, and and by the way, you don't get brother states on this sermon, sir. You are not worthy of them. He says, I am angry this morning because our entire country is celebrating the worst sin in the Bible. Now, now, now hold up, uh, all you theologians out there, or theologians, whatever it's called. I don't recall this being in the Ten Commandments, but I digress. Uh, the worst sin in the Bible to me would be murder. I mean, they did do that to the big guy's son. But he was talking about it being June, which is, that's right, Gay Pride Month. <laughs> you know, a lot of pastors have this stupid of idea where it's just like, Oh, you know God loves everyone and God hates the sin but loves the sinner. But people have taken this to such an extreme where they're saying celebrate the sin, not just tolerate it, celebrate it. Let me show what the Bible says about these people. Now, if you know anything about me, you know I was raised in the church and I like the Bible. I've read it 
a number of times, and I, I think there are great stories and lessons in that book. But that book is flawed because it was written by man. It's a book whose teachings I do live some of my life by. I will not hold that back. But I do acknowledge that it was written by man. And once you start going to the Bible and starts referencing things, the Bible is full of hypocrisy. The Bible in Leviticus tells you not to eat any sort of shelled fish. Yet people find a way around it. It's pretty, it's, and in the text, it is pretty, pretty clear in the writing that you're not supposed to eat shrimps or lobsters or anything like that. Ah, yes, the worst sin in the book that makes stuff up as we go and contradicts itself exactly. Um, He told the congregation that gay people are dangerous to society and that all homosexuals are pedophiles. Then he clears that up real quick by saying, I'm not saying every single homosexual that's alive right now has committed the act with a child already, but at some point in their life they will. Okay, so he's way out on the reservation. These people are not normal. They're not your everyday sinners. They have no hope of salvation. Now, you think to yourself, it can't get much worse than that, can it? Well, Hold my holy fucking blood of Christ here. These people should be put to death. Every single homosexual in our country should be charged with a crime. The abomination of homosexuality that they have, they should be convicted in a lawful trial. They should be sentenced with death. They should be lined up against the wall and shot in the back of the head. Thou shalt not kill. Joshua immediately goes out slaughtering city after city and enslaves the survivors. You know what's so funny about this? And honestly, there is really nothing funny about this hateful rant where he talks about killing people based on who they want to fuck. That, look, you are are so hiding behind the freedom of religion and, and, and the freedom of speech. You are... You are the dangerous one to society, sir. And if you have a congregation, which, God, fuck, help those people. You could you could influence somebody to do something like this. This is fucking terrible. Wait, I was away for a minute. This is, no, 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 this is not our pastor. This is not Greg Locke. Yeah, this is beyond extreme. This is a guy out of Watauga, Texas, which is right outside of Fort Worth. He is right up there with the, um, what, what do they call those, those fucking idiots up in Kansas? They, they have a church. 
And they do. They show up and they say God hates fags and all this kind of stuff. I I just I I I get lost when I when I see stories like this because my job is to find satire in the world and make satire out of real news stories. But when it gets Especially, look, look, let, let's take a look at our world today. We're running around scared to death about school shooters. Okay? I get it. I've outlined a number of plans to, to fix it, but nobody's listening. That's fine. But if we're so worried about that, and this guy is hiding behind his religious freedom, and, and I, I don't like people when they hide behind their, the, the, the rights that they have to, to spew such hatred. And I know that the hate speech is covered under the Constitution. But man, oh man. A part of me just asks why. Westboro, that's it. Thank you. They're the assholes who protest. That's it. Boy, I, I it. I don't judge gay people. I might make fun of them. You know, I mean, look, it's still fun to call somebody gay or say something like that in in my world, the people that I'm around. This is a whole different level, man. This is a whole level of hate that I, 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 and you know me, I say hate is good for the heart, but this is, this is that, this is that black heart level of hate. Not quite there. Not, not even with, with, with people from Oklahoma. This is just this is just sad. And they're indoctrinating their children into this and not letting them live a life or see what's out there on their own. I think that's the worst part of it all. People like this are monsters. And this is why our society sucks. And by the way, can't do anything because they have the right to to say and believe this stuff. It's only until they act upon it. And I'm not telling anybody to shut them down. No, the Westboro Baptist Church, look, I'm just going to tell you right now, Westboro Baptist Church showed up at a funeral I was at. I would fucking be whooping some ass. I don't care about going to jail over that. There's something that I've, I've, I, I hold very, very sacred, very sacred in my life, and it's on every one of the coins that I've earned by not drinking. To thine own self be true. No other words have ever meant so much more to me. Because if you aren't true to yourself, you're not going to be anybody for anybody. And I just... I. I you show up at that, I'm going to lose my shit, and I'm going to assault you. And you know what? I'm I'm willing to go to jail for it. I am willing to, because I know that's a consequence. If a preacher says they should die or like that or this is the threat, that is a call to action. Yeah. These people should be put to death. This is what he says. He said they should be put to death. At certain points during the sermon, people in the crowd could be heard cheering in agreement. 
He said that the solution for homosexuals in 2022 is the death penalty. What the shit, man? Boy, oh boy. Just no room for that in America. There just isn't. I mean, I'm sorry. There's just no room for it. Dude, if you assaulted those fucktards in Westboro Baptist for protesting the funeral of Jerry State, your ball is practically, uh, bail is practically paid for within a few hours by so many. Oh, I, I understand. Oh, yeah. Oh, look, look. See, this is the whole thing, and I, I've talked about this a number of times. I haven't gone on this rant in a while, but let's go on the rant, shall we? The word is consequences. You may have the right to do all those things that are in the Constitution. Yes, you can do them all. You are protected from the government. The government won't come to your house and say, hey, we're going to arrest you for saying this because they can't. But if you said it out loud, if you said all homosexuals must die and the guy standing next to you is a homosexual and he turns around and hits you in the fucking mouth, yes, he's assaulted you. Oh, he took away my freedom of speech. No, he didn't. He let you say it, and then you paid the consequence for it. And I really hope that I get to say, You got knocked the fuck out, man! Wow. Oh, in something that should scare the shit out of you, a poll conducted by NPR and PBS. Oh, two fucking very left-leaning organizations, but that's okay. At least what they found is true here. 92% of Democrat voters. Are you ready? 92% of Democratic voters consider it, quote, more important to control gun violence than to protect gun rights. Let me just say it real quick. The idea of America was a great thing at one time. But... When people start talking about how much more important it is to control something rather than to protect their rights, I would have to say that America's had a pretty decent run. Hey, we weren't perfect. But what we were was the envy of all the rest of the world because everybody wanted what we had. And by everybody, I mean all citizens of the world. That's why there's a caravan of 15,000 people headed this way right now. But I'm here to tell you, hey folks, turn around. Park's closed. Moose out front should have told you. This just in, water is wet, the sun is hot, Democrats don't like guns. 
In a related poll, 92% of Democratic voters were found to be morons. <laughs> What's our pastor's name? How did you uh, listen to his ser- How do you listen to his sermons? See, nasty. Our 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 preacher's name is uh, Pastor Greg Locke, L O C K E. And uh, if if you go to his Facebook page and like him and follow him, they'll alert you to whenever his sermons start up. I know the Cowboys girl listens to him. Congratulations, Lemmings. The government has convinced you that they'll never be the bad guy. Nope. And the problem is, is that you need one. That's why I'll put on the black hat. You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers. Racist. I say, that's the bad guy. Homophobe. Transphobe. You can point your finger at me all day long. I'll be the bad guy. Uh, the Tweedledee and Tweedledumbass combo of governor and Canadian prime minister about to hold a press conference to co-sign an agreement on climate change. Who knew that that much smug could fit into one room? No shit. Wow. So Newsom and, and prime minister Pierre, are they in blackface? Uh, uh, let's see, other options besides Facebook, I don't have AIDS. Uh, I would go online, yeah, look him up, Pastor Greg Lock, Google him, PastorGregLock.com. I don't know the name of his church, but I'm sure you could just stream it live from his website too. So there you go. Sorry about that. That was just the easiest way for me. Um, Only 6% of Democrat voters believe it's more important to protect gun rights. Boy, you are willing to give up rights for what? I'm not willing to give up my rights. I'm sorry, I'm just not. And I don't even own a gun. 90%? Fucking A. Now, before we get back to Celebrity Ass Deathmatch, You all laugh at us here in Texas. You all say that we're crazy, we're we're nuts, we're egotistical, all that kind of good stuff. And I'll answer by saying, yep. But I'm just telling you right now, the legend of the Chupacabra lives. Officials, and, and by the way, I just shared the story with the picture. You want to tell me what the fuck that thing is right there? That's a Chupacabra. People want to say, Arnie, what's a chupacabra? I say, that thing right there in that picture. The city of Amarillo posted a photo showing what appears to be a person, but that's not a person. People don't have hair like that. And they were outside the gates of the Amarillo Zoo. Oh, I'm sure. Chupacabras probably feed on lions. The city manager says, it's definitely strange and interesting. But I'm telling you right now, it's a chupacabra. You want to know what that thing is? It's a chupacabra. Christopher knows chupacabras are real, my friends. You're goddamn right. You look at that picture, you'd see a chupacabra. He has a YouTube channel for other interests and just found it. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, Greg Locke came with it. Caravan. 
The pandemic showed a majority of idiots are willing to give up their rights. That is true. That's Chupa Shop Photoshop. Yeah, it's like a vampire chicken. Yeah, that's what a, a chupacabra. And there's some like snake in there too. It's Lori Lightfoot. It's not a college. Come on. Uh, so there you go. The chupacabra has been spotted. Uh, okay, let's do this, shall we? Let's get back to uh, Celebrity Ass Deathmatch, shall we? Where it is time to find, find out, out, out who, who will, will join, join Captain Kirk and Colonel Steve Austin, Austin, Austin on the mountain of Florida of TV There you go. I've laid it all out for you. Ass family, this one's going to be tough. Just telling you right now. But if anybody can do it, we can do it, and we will right here and now. Let's get it on. All right, in our first matchup, we have a guy that defined uh, the word cool. And the way you spell cool is A. The one and only Arthur. Fonzarelli, a.k.a. the Fonz from Happy Days, taking on a man who led Polk High with four touchdowns in one game. And now he sells ladies' shoes, the one and only Al Bundy. The Fonz versus Al Bundy. Ask family, who you got? This is a close matchup here. We're neck and neck. Somebody's taking a lead. God, by the slimmest of margins. Oh, my God. Al Bundy pulls it out. Holy shit. Al Bundy beat the Fonz. Wow. Our next matchup, Ass Family, is the Battle of Initials. A guy whose first name was John Ross, last name Ewing, went by the name of J.R., on the TV show Dallas, taking on a guy whose first name was Bad, second name was Attitude, uh, last name Baracus, B.A. Baracus from the A-team, played by the one. And, oh, oh, do I not have it in here anymore? Oh, I don't have Mr. T in here anymore. How do I know? Oh, yes, I do. First name, Mr. Middle name, period. Last name, T. B.A. Barakas versus J.R. Ewing. Ask family, who you got? 
have a winner, ladies and gentlemen. B.A. Barakas moves on. Now, I've added a few people uh, on this side, too. One of them is in this fight, and it's going to make this fight, I think, pretty tough. But I could be wrong. In the coolest TV characters, you can't be cool and not mention Eisenberg, also known as Mr. White or Walter White from Breaking Bad. He, he, I, I mean, he, he was cool. He was a nerd, and then he made billions of dollars in cool. And he is taking on a guy who was the epitome of cool, so cool they're bringing him back to TV as Marshall Raylan Givens from Justified. Walter White versus Raylan Givens. Ask family. Who you got? Stop the fight now. I mean, seriously. Wow. Holy shit. Walter White kicked the shit out of Raylan Givens. Man, oh, man. All right. In our final matchup. Now, Christopher had included this first one. I included the second one. A guy who worked for Night Industries who got, like, bonked on the head or something, and then they gave him this job where they gave him a talking car and he solved crimes. The one and only Michael Knight from Knight Rider taking on the greatest Hollywood fixer of all times and probably one of the greatest TV shows of all times. Nobody can say that Lieb Schreiber was not cool as fuck when he was Ray Donovan. Ray Donovan versus Michael Knight. Ask family who you got.
boy, the singing legend from Germany, Michael Knight, moves on. And here we go to find out who joins Captain Kirk and Colonel Steve Austin. Our first matchup, ask family, let's get it going here, shall we? We've got Al Bundy from Married with Children taking on B.A. Barakas from the A-Team. Who ya got? moves on. Oh, man. Now, who joins him? Will it be the man who cooked meth? Walter White? Or will it be the man who had a talking firebird? Michael Knight. What? Michael Knight versus Walter White? Ask family. Who ya got? No, the cause did not make the list, unfortunately. All right, just ring the damn bell for Christ's sake. Good God almighty, it was Michael Knight the whole time. So the Mount Rushmore is now set. Captain Kirk, Colonel Steve Austin, B.A. Baracus, and Michael Knight. That is your Mount Rushmore of coolest TV characters. We will find out who the face is next.
second, man. What do you think the teacher's gonna look like this year?
History goes to explain a little bit behind the scenes about today's tournament. I use highly sophisticated mathematical formula to rank up and eliminate possible candidates. But when it came to the $6 million man, he's an astronaut, a superhero patriot that once fought Bigfoot. Then you factor in Farrah Fawcett, it broke my mathematics. So we actually came up with a score of not available and had to leave it to Arnie to figure out where it fit in. Well, of course he had to be in there. All of that is very, very true. Now, you talk about the cause, and then Ogre goes, and he had to leave. He said that would be on a Mount Rushmore of creepy rapists, which I didn't have anything to do in the break, so I've come up with a list of people that we could put on this list. The list of creepiest men in America or in the world. We can go Joe Biden, Cosby, Weinstein, Robert Blake, O.J. Simpson, Joey Buttafuoco, Jared Fogle, Kevin Spacey, Danny Masterson, Bill Clinton, Hunter Biden, Louis C.K., Marilyn Manson, Michael Jackson, Roman Polanski, Prince William. Or no, wait, wait. Wait, wait, is that the one that that, that, that was on Epstein thing? No, that's uh, Prince uh, Prince Andrew. Prince Andrew, not Prince William. Sorry. Prince Andrew. Uh, <laughs> convicted or just just accused? Now, if, if there's any... Uh, <laughs> no, Pammy. Uh, if there's anybody I need to add... Email me at arnieradio1 at gmail.com. This, this could be our list next week. I like this. I like this a lot. That, that, that's a good one. Minus ECV Gary. Yeah, he, he's not going to make the list. Boyd Tinsley from the Dave Matthews Band. Oh, God, if I start putting band people in there. Uh, well, I did with Marilyn Manson. Uh, by the way, last weekend was the... Uh, Pelosi, then I accuse her. <laughs> Last weekend was the platinum jubilee for the, the queen. And it sounds like somebody didn't have a good time. Oh, no. Oh, no. Who could that be? Who did not have a good time? Hear ye, hear ye. The former Duke of Sussex and some Yank wish to now tell you how to think. Because Prince Harry has feeling absolutely furious during the Queen's Platinum Jubilee and may want an apology from the royal family because they only made one public appearance. Now, 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 now. Now, now, come on. Hold up, wait a minute. Hold up, wait a minute. Hold up, wait a minute. Something ain't right. These are the same two assholes. Prince Harry and, 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 and Harry Markle and Meghan Markle, the Markles, who said they didn't want to be a part of the royal family anymore and they moved to America. They no longer wanted to be the, the, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. And then they came back to this Jubilee, and now they're mad because they weren't a part of all the festivities? 
Well, they didn't want to be a part of the festivities. And then they came back and they were like, well, we can put you in because you're kin. I swear. I swear to God. I hope the queen summons fucking, which one, Harry back and slaps the bud Jesus out of him. First of all, it's your grandmama's fucking party. It ain't your party. You haven't been serving the country for 75 years. Now, neither is she, but at least she's in a position to say she does serve the country. But that's just a lie about their fucking whole monarchy system. Motherfucker. You want it, you, you're mad and you want an apology from the royal family because you weren't front and center? You know what? I'm telling you right now, that ain't him. Oh, no, that's her. Prince Harry don't want this shit. Prince, look, look, you can look at Prince Harry and tell what kind of guy he is. Mm. You can spot this family a mile away. It started with Charles. You look at Prince Charles. Prince Charles is a weak sack. That's all there is to him. He's a weak sack who's never amounted to anything in his mother's eyes. He's living up to please her each and every day. He has been his entire life. Motherfucker was so uncoordinated, he fell off fucking horses all the time playing polo. And then you got his two babies, because he married a strong woman in Diana, and he couldn't handle that. So that's why he got with the fucking ugly goldfish-looking, what's-her-name, Camilla Bowles or whatever. Dump Diana, who wasn't that hot to begin with, but she was way hotter than Camilla. Fucking looking at Bubba right now is way hotter than Camilla. And Prince William, the the one that's going to be king, I I can see him slurping his daddy's asshole a lot, like daddy slurped mama's asshole, grandma's asshole a lot. But Harry's been the one that's kind of been kind of outside on his own. And I don't want to say he's outside on his own tough-wise. I want to say he's outside on his own kind of artsy. He's that kind of one that they kind of worried about for a little bit. Nobody likes you, Harry. Nobody really liked you before, mainly because you're a ginger. So nobody likes you. Sorry, gingers out there. Um, and your wife has really put people off because she is a grade-A Top choice, I, I mean, fresh catch of the day, crusty underwear, n- no thong, which spells out cunt. That's all she is. The British people booed them. As well they should because they're nothing. And now they want an apology. That's almost like a declaration of war. Why didn't he just go to grandma's house and slap her with gloves? Oh, because she would whoop his ass? Hand-to-hand combat? I bet you that woman that woman has used the chili hold. If you ever played organized sports in, in baseball or football in general, when there's a pile, you know what the chili hold is. The chili hold is you grab a bunch of sack or whatever you can and grab and squeeze as hard as you can. Hell, she probably did that on her ex-husband or her fucking dead husband. Last time was too much. She didn't know her own her own strength. 
Now, speaking of of of, of kins, if you will, to to royalty. Jesus Christ, Hunter Biden's fucking hooker girlfriend in Vegas won a $20,000 paycheck protection program under a female-owned sole proprietorship. She claimed that as a hooker and got a $20,000 check. I mean, I mean, really, really, people. I, I, seriously, nobody's investigating that. Okay, that that's fantastic. I'm glad. I'm really glad that nobody's looking into anything like that. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh God Almighty, it makes me so confident on our government. Man, we can find somebody based on a beanie on January 6th, but not this. All right. It happened yesterday at her $7 million home. We got the horrible news that Britney Spears got married. Yeah, yeah. Today, today, today. Donna was there. Uh, Selena. Selena Gomez, not Selena Selena. Paris Hilton was there. She wore a real fancy Versace dress or gown or whatever while there. Uh, She had two outfit changes for the reception because why would you wear the same thing all day? That's just stupid. Um... (laughs) But I guess that her ex, her first husband, the guy that was married to her like for like 42 minutes, I guess he tried to uh, to crash the wedding. Well, he took his ass down. And this is why Britney's awesome. This is, this is why Britney's our girl. This is why we will always root and be on Team Britney. Because, uh, hold on a second. There we go, right there. She walked down the aisle. Wise men say only fools. She walked down to the king. That right there is that that that's that's good shit right there. That's respect. Her daddy, her mama, and her sister were not in attendance. <laughs> oh, man. Drew Barrymore was there. whoop de doo I thought this was A-list people. The uh, After the ceremony, the bride and groom joined their guests for a fun-filled dance party. He swapped out his tuxedo for a T-shirt and pants for later in the event. Classy fella. Boy, oh boy. 
And you know there was butt play involved last night. Ooh, those rings are kind of fancy-dancy right there. Jesus. Oh, those are both her rings. He just got a brushed metal. She got all kind of diamonds. They had a carriage ride at her house. Looks like his fucking groomsmen are queer eye for the straight guy. Jesus. There's Donatella Versace. There you go. All right, so there you go. Britney Spears got married. Whoop-de-doo. She's off the market now. She's still going to be crazy, and that's all we care about. I thought you were going to say she walked down the aisle wearing black. Well, she shouldn't be able to wear white. I mean, come on. We, we She got two kids. Her kids weren't even there. I guess Daddy Kevin Federhofer had a probably teaching them dance moves. You remember a couple weeks ago at the PGA Championship when Sage Steele, reporter for ESPN, got hit with a golf ball? Well, Sage Steele has jumped the shark, ladies and gentlemen. She said her entire life flashed before her eyes when she was hit by a golf ball. She said she's the luckiest person in the world to still be here after being hit with a golf ball. I, I, I just want to real quick thank a couple people for starting with the man upstairs. I feel like the luckiest person in the world to still be here and standing after that. Grandstand much? You, you got hit with a golf ball. I think you got hit, like, in the mouth. I saw some picture where she had, like, a bloody lip or something. She has a long way to go in her recovery, but extended thanks to all who wish her and her dentist and her dentist well for the extensive care. So she got hit in the mouth with a golf ball. And she's she's lucky to be alive. Yes, we're we're all lucky to be alive. Thanks, thank God. Look, I've been hit with a golf ball. It doesn't feel good, but I didn't feel like my life was flashing in front of me. Oh. Oh my God. Sage steel, really. Anybody watching the NBA playoffs? Yeah, neither am I. I mean, I watched a little bit of the game the other night. But I, I got to tell you, this, this, this right here is falling on deaf ears. And if something happens and something changes, I'm done with sports. I'm, I, I'm, I'm just done with sports because this chant was happening the other night. The entire Boston crowd is yelling, Draymond sucks. Meaning Draymond Green plays for the... Uh, Golden State Warriors. And now Draymond's wife rips Celtic fans for vulgar language during three date game three. <laughs> they are not human. Celtics fan were all over chanting Draymond sucks, even fuck you, Draymond, which was heard easily on the broadcast. His wife has come to Instagram to share her displeasure towards Celtic fans, saying in no way, shape, or form should fans be allowed to chant obscene obscenities at players. Now, 
let let's just let's just put the brakes on it. First of all, Draymond Green, your wife is fighting your battles for you. Oh, son, son, you have just lost the war. It, it don't matter if you ever win a battle again. Your wife, you you got Kurt Warnered. If anybody knows the real story about Kurt Warner, he was holding out on a paycheck because his wife made him. Whoosh. Whoosh. She continued with her rant on Instagram. Are they not human? Is someone standing at your job saying off-the-wall things at you? The NBA has the audacity to have a whole code of conduct card every seat. Now, let me just, let, 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 let's just get this out there real quick. You're playing in Boston. The, these chants of, fuck you, Draymond, and Draymond sucks, are nothing new in that hallowed barn, if you will. Boston fans are the absolute, next to Philadelphia, some of the worst fans in the world. Philadelphia fans are by far the worst fans in the world. As far as fan bases goes, Philadelphia can fall into the fucking ocean, as far as I consider. Boston fans are just assholes. Philly fans are violent assholes. They did the same thing to Magic Johnson. They, they did the same thing to Jordan. They did the same thing to all these players that, by the way, are much better than your husband, Draymond Green. But it's okay for him to act the way he does. He's a fucking dick. Want to be Rodman? Yeah, that's all he is. Some people want men to be weak-ass snowflakes. Yep. I don't know the backstory. Why are they giving him the treatment just because they're from Boston or another reason? Oh, he's been acting out in this in the series. He, he's mouthy as shit in this series. And he, look, you don't go into Boston and talk shit. Because those fans are, it, this is the thing that makes me so mad about Boston fans. Is that they're educated asshole fans. I mean, that's, that, and I don't mean like educated by a book or anything. I mean, they know their sports shit. And they're such assholes. Gotta love them, though. I mean, with all the shit that they put up with for 70-plus years in baseball. But to come out and say, are they not human? Just stop it. Just grow up a little bit. You play professional basketball. Tuck your ears, rabbit. Oh, for fuck's sake. Let's change that now. No more hollering at games. I mean, I think it sucks that you can't curse at games to begin with. And I try not to. See, I've, I've lost my, my true love for going to the game. I'll still go to games, and I still love it. But I don't have that, that super-duper desire anymore like I used to have. I, I, I still want to go to games and things. Don't get me wrong. But that was back in the day when you could yell obscenities, and you could yell stuff, and, and, and you knew that, this was a great place for kids to learn about how to cuss. Yes, kids need to learn how to cuss. 
There are some people that, that, like me, that make it an art form, and I'm here to just pass that on to the next generation. But see, then you get around people that just say fuck to say fuck to say fuck to say fuck, and then the kid's just saying fuck, 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 and, and that's no good either. God almighty, don't change the Boston Celtics. Don't even try. Uh, any fans of Sriracha out there? Yeah, sad news to report, friends. I, I don't really care for it. I like it on some, like, Japanese stuff. Like like sushi, I guess it's called. Uh, but there is a Sriracha shortage. Hoi Fung, Incorporated, one of the largest producers of Asian hot sauce market, says uh, a major so- shortage is happening. Unfortunately, we can confirm that there's an unprecedented shortage of our products. Hmm, there you go. So if you want to burn your face off, you're going to have to find something else. I, 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 I can take or leave Sriracha. It's fine. It's great, whatever. I'm, I'm just not a big hot sauce guy. To me, it's dumb. Um, which one do we want to do? We'll, we'll do this one first. Sounds like too much, like the word uh, they use for being fucked up by an animal, so it's not like Sriracha. Um, yep. We're, we're not getting these stories like we used to, but we, we, we got one now. Ask family, get ready. That's right. Thanks to 32-year-old Christian McAllister, we got a story about teacher sex. Giggity, giggity, goo. Uh, all right. York County, Virginia. Teacher was placed behind bars after she took indecent liberties with a child. 32-year-old was charged with two felony counts of taking indecent liberties with a child or a minor. Uh, She was an English teacher based on the uh, someone tipped off administrators Wednesday evening about an allegation of unprofessional conduct by an employee and a minor. Well, they found out real quick. Oh, no. And you know who did it. I'm just telling you right now. You know, she's off doing her thing, giving fucking handies and blowies out to these high school young men. And it's illegal. Don't get me wrong. It's illegal to do it to a 16-year-old. Yeah, not not too bad. This one, here you go. Here you go. I'll share it with you. This ain't been like, like when it first started, when teacher sex first started, we first started this show. Those chicks were a lot hotter than they are now. This gal is at least a springboard back into the decent. I'm going to say probably a best slump buster. But for a 16-year-old boy, I mean, that, that this is amazing. And I can tell you exactly what happened. I know exactly what happened. I, I don't even need to, to look at the rest of the story. So... She's off doing the old hoopty doopty with uh, with Junior there, right? Junior is a I, they don't even give the age of the kid, but let's say he's a 14, 15, 16 year old kid. What's the first thing he's gonna do, motherfucker? First thing he's gonna do is going to tell somebody. He's gonna tell somebody that he just put his fingers in. What's this broad's name? Miss McAllister. 
and Miss McAllister just touched my wiener. He told somebody. And maybe they told somebody, and then somebody said something, and then somebody's mama heard about it. And the mom was like, wait a second, what? Miss McAllister did what to that young man? She did the hoopty and he did the doopty? She calls the school board, boom. So to all my young brothers out there, all you youngsters that are going to listen to this show, let me heed a little word of advice on you in this world of double standards that we live in. When a teacher who is decent or average looking to even good looking wants to play with your ding dong and then does, don't tell anybody because your little buddies are going to wreck it for you. They don't mean to. They're excited. They're happy that you're getting laid. But they're telling too many people. And, you know, somebody, this is in Virginia, so somebody's going to tell somebody who's related to a pastor. Pastor's going to call the police because they have to when they hear stories about this. Boom. And now this kid who's getting blowies and tug jobs done, nothing. Until the girls at the school find out who he is, and they realize that he's got some experience, and they're like, yeah. I know, it, it's terribly scarring for these young men. Woman, just throw the throw the book at her. Lock her up and throw away the keys. Bubba just leaves out a gigantic sigh. Oh, and our final story of the day slash week. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. Come on. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Oh, God almighty. This is the state, this is the same state that has the greatest billboard to ever be put up in the history of time. It was an anti-drinking and driving billboard that had a young girl sitting on a couch and it says there's never an excuse she's your daughter not your date um anyone watch that FX show called the teacher it's this story lol Um, a Florida man, um, drove up to a bus stop where a a teenage girl was at in the middle of the afternoon, girls waiting on a bus, waiting on a school bus, 16 year old girl, about 8.15 in the morning. The girl says this guy pulls up in the neighborhood where the bus stop is. The guy is looking at me very suspiciously. Upon the disturbing encounter, the teen took out her cell phone and began to record the suspect, which prompted him to get in his car and drive off. Oh, so he got out of the car. 
Fantastic. By the way, um, by the way, when he got out of the car, yeah, 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 he was polishing the bishop. You know, flogging the dolphin. You know, inspecting the yogurt maker. You know, slinging hash. Feeding geese. Uh, jerking off. He was masturbating right there in the street. That girl better delete all her pictures. They got they, they they she got a picture of his license plate and they found out who he was. He's a 16 year or uh let's see. I don't know how old this kid is. He looks probably like 18 to 20. You young guys out there, I mean, come on. You, you've got to show a little bit of restraint. Get to a parking garage or something. I mean, if, if you got to rub one out that bad, I think you might need more iron in your diet. Seriously, you, you, have, you have self-control issues. That guy is a jack-off. You're damn right he is. Hold on a second. You get one of these. Oh, man. Just right out in the middle of public. Hoop-de-doop-de-doop-de-doo. I mean, at least, you know, if you're going to do that out in public, do it at, like, I don't know, an amusement park. I mean, really fucking piss some people off. Oh, look at you. You're jerking off to a single girl. That's nothing, man. I did that at the fucking amusement world. Oh, God damn it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It is that time. Time for Celebrity. Celebrity. We've whittled it down to the final four. The Mount Rushmore is set for coolest TV characters. Captain Kirk, B.A. Baracus, Michael Knight, and Colonel Steve Austin, the $6 million man. Who will it be? Find out next. Let's get it on! All right, in our first matchup, ass family, I give you a tough one here. I give you Captain James T. Kirk, who that was the face that Michael Myers wore all through the Halloween movies, was a Captain Kirk mask. Taking on a man who not only suffered a rocket explosion, hours and hours of surgery to make him bionic, but a terrible spinoff show that Lindsay Wagner ran into the ground known as the Bionic Woman. I'm talking about Colonel Steve Austin. Captain Kirk, Steve Austin, Ass Family. Who you got?
all tied up here, ass family. Actually, no, they're not. We've moved. Gentlemen, boys and girls, we have ourselves a winner in this round. It is Colonel Steve Austin. Moving on to take on the winner of this matchup. From the A-team, a man who could drive anything, a B.A. Baracus, played by Mr. T, taking on a man whose car could do all the driving, Michael Knight. B.A. Barakis, Michael Knight, ask family who you got. Tied up here, people. Oh, my God, with a miraculous Hail Mary at the end. B.A. Baracus moves on. And now we have to figure out who wins between Colonel Steve Austin and B.A. Baracus. Ask family who you got. Ring, 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 banana phone. Ring, 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 banana phone. I've got this feeling so appealing for us to get together and sing, sing. Yes, the $6 million man did have a big foot. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding a banana phone. It grows in bunches. I've got my hunches. It's the best, beats the rest. Cellular, modular, interactive, modular. Ring, 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 ring. 20 seconds and we're all tied up. Banana phone. It's no baloney. It ain't a phony. I'm a cellular banana phone. Look at that at the last second. B.A. Baracus pulls it out. B.A. Baracus pulls it out and is the coolest TV character, according to the Ass Family and the Mount Rushmore of cool TV characters. Now, remember, next week, we've got creepy rapist-type people. I know. Isn't that a fun one to do? We get to really besmirch some people uh, next week. Uh, this weekend, uh, not a whole lot going on. I know Jurassic Park comes out this weekend, I'm sure. On Monday, we will have a review from Christopher on seeing this blockbuster. It will maybe take Top Gun down at number one in the box office. We'll see. 
Uh, but other than that, just laying low and uh, ready to call it a day. So we will be back Monday, same morning time, same morning channel. Uh, just show up. I mean, that's all you got to do. Please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. And if you're going to go out this weekend and party and do all kinds of crazy stuff, maybe do some driving on the lake in a boat, not a car. Uh, have all your licenses and do it soberly. If you're going to drink, don't get behind the wheel. Get an Uber, get a Lyft, get a cab, get home. So, to all my ass family members, have a fantastic weekend and adios until Monday. Uh- A dancer, a holder, hander, old honky talker, pull her up closer, slow romancer, make her fall in love with me. Song. The room is swimming with pretty women, but how's a fella supposed to get close to them? The band is rocking, the joint is jumping, Mr. Guitar Man. Something, play me a dancer, a holder hander, old honky talker, pull her up closer, slow romancer, make her fall in love with me. Song, I see your redhead, I see your brunette, and there's a blonde I love, I don't even know yet. I'm going crazy, you gotta save me. I need a hugger and I don't mean maybe Play me a dancer, a holder hander Old honky talker, pull her up closer Slow romancer, make her fall in love with me song A holder hander, old honky talker, pull her up closer, get next to her, sweet enough to kiss her, just a little softer so she can hear me whisper, slow romancer, make her fall in love with me song. It's fun, funny, at arnieradio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.